0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode number thirty-seven of Geek Out Nerd Rage, where we have gathered yet again to talk about things that make us both happy and sad as nerds. And I'm joined, yet again, as always, and pretty much indefinitely by my two co-hosts, Josh. You make that sound
1: <laughs> so scary. Fatalistic. I was gonna say like, this is like indefinitely end- endless penance
2: for for some grievance that my life flashed before my eyes. I'm like, oh yeah. wow pretty much definitely the, the one spongebob episode where they're indebted they're they're, they're like indentured servants basically forever, forever 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 forever
0: and then the other one william yo he's already been talking so it doesn't really matter anymore
2: ben Tuckus.
0: <laughs>
1: I made a concerted effort. effort but yeah, concerted effort. Not to talk before you introduce me. I really appreciate right? well, that. You almost
2: seem surprised that he introduced you. You're like, oh, I get to talk. Now. It's like that's my name. Right. I was, I
1: was telling myself, okay, he's gonna say William, and don't talk. Let him talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Josh, what? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my oh wait, <laughs> wait, Talk, talk, talk. I've, I've <laughs> done this before, I think. Oh God, we need to talk. It's only my 36th time. Hey, 30s. 30- well, yeah, he missed 30s. Oh, you're right, you did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. i yeah. the only one that's is... done all
0: 37. This is true.
1: Yeah, 37. because if you're not a, here, we're not doing the damn podcast. It's <laughs> not. I,
2: I think you and I could figure it out.
1: <laughs> Keyword is could. Could.
0: Would is would not would on the... is uh, the actually, word that. Actually, we,
1: m- we, we might do it and just have a really shitty episode. just like...
0: <laughs> We're having poop episode. I,
1: I don't know how to upload the episode. That's my only problem.
0: Uh, I think yeah. I do.
1: I think I know how. I like
0: Push some buttons.
1: Uh, beep, boop, boop, beep. Done. How was
0: that? Beep boop
1: beep boop. I think it was beep, Oh, those are beep, beep, different buttons. Beep, beep. Crap! <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you ever see um it was Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost doing their reenacting of the Star Wars as R2 D2 and c 3 po Yes, I um, have. Tatooine. Yes. Have you seen yes, that?
2: I think oh you know, no, I do remember that. Yes.
0: Yeah. I had cool. to think about that one. <laughs> you have uh, Nick Frost as R2 D2 just going beep boop boop beep boop. <laughs> He's like, What?
1: (laughs) And like not even really trying that hard. He just looks like all nodules. He's like, Yeah, beep boop beep beep Beep, 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 boop boop boot. (laughs) He's just like (laughs) boot
0: (laughs) (laughs) boot. Don't you think that, you know, two would call out C3P? Is that your time? Oh my god. It was no. No, no, that's that's Nick Frost. Oh that was Nick
1: Frost. Okay. That was his line.
0: Okay, my bad. (sighs) Line. Line.
1: Line. I hate you (laughs) both. That's why why is Cerberus Peeler?
0: staring at me right now? Oh, because he's been a part of the stream. Oh, I okay. I just not cool. take him off. Because I was playing through uh, Lego Harry Potter. He's not Cerberus.
2: We should probably he's explain
0: just
1: what we're talking about.
0: So, if he's you have fluffy. not watched the stream, which you should check out at twitch.tv slash the RSS feed, um, Fluffy is the little three-headed dog from... Well, not little, if you're actually in Lego Harry Potter. Um, he's a three-headed dog that guards the final part of the at the end of book one yes yeah he,
2: um he's the first guardian of the philosopher's stone it's correct. called the, it's called the sorcerer's stone in the book in the british version it's the philosopher's stone
0: it's the philosopher's stone
2: yeah but they also call it the sorcerer's stone. right
0: it whatever it's the same thing yeah um but i have on my mic stand uh, a little miniaturized version of him it's really it, cool it's because the companion
2: cube what, probably doesn't sit that well on your boom
0: no, it doesn't, and this works out really well. This was actually a uh, Christmas present. I
2: Was gonna say it's like six, seven years ago. maybe No, at least no, no, no. More. This
0: was from my freshman year of high school. Oh, okay,
2: wow. so like, so this guy's 12, like thirteen years old. Thirteen? Well, that's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, it was given to me by my first like serious girlfriend, Anne.
2: Yeah, your Anne, not mine.
0: Not yes. <laughs> oh, that's that would be
2: really weird.
0: Yeah, we we both. Dated I mean, Annas. I
2: think. 13 years is long enough that it's no longer The name's weird. no longer, yeah. yeah. doesn't yeah. have dibs it's on the name anymore. It's more interesting that Mayan's <laughs> middle name is Catherine, so yeah.
0: That's our mom's name. Oh, that, I was Sorry,
2: saying. let me explain why this is weird. Yeah, you're right. That's really interesting. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what the hell he's talking What's about. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, right. And then I actually dated a Katie, so that was possibly even weirder, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. It's just a tad yeah. weirder. Right? It's not like... Drastically. So weirder. this this
2: isn't a thing where we where we like women who act like our mother. Just apparently, women who are named similar, <laughs> slightly similar names. Yeah. I mean, I there were some a, letters that were the I same. I dated
0: a Renee that that doesn't really fit.
2: Well, no, that's true, but I was more referring. I have one. dated a Katie though. Yeah. See, there you go.
0: So you know. I have not. Well, that's okay. You're not part of our family.
1: I'm no. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. You man. might have. A, we a, still have hair. Yeah, I have hair on my chin. On your chin, on your chin-, chin- my chin-
0: chin- chin- cheeks. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Which reminds us, we, we need to call Dad this weekend.
2: I know. We've been reminded. It's true.
0: Our Dad's turning sixty-five on Saturday. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah we're super happy for him. It's true.
2: So oh. I, I I might actually make a. So I, I I can do um, what's the what's the word for? I have no idea. Conceited uh, effort. When, no, when you make. Chip tunes. What's the what what are the sounds that are made from that? eight uh, bit noises. Beep boop boop. Yeah, beep boop boop. <laughs> You're MIDI. Make a beep, mi- I mean. MIDI. Um, oh a MIDI file? That's what yeah. I was coming up with. I, uh, a MIDI tune? I can use the program I've been using for class to make MIDI sounds. So I might do that.
0: You're gonna make a MIDI happy <laughs> just, birthday. Just happy,
2: Yeah, assuming I can get Dad's computer to run the simulator. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. I might I need to might need
1: to borrow your laptop. You could just call and sing happy birthday. No.
0: He doesn't and William does not sing. I don't Actually, you looked at me like, how dare
1: you, sir? Yeah, that's true. All right. So Our
0: dad
2: sings even less than I do. That's
0: very (laughs) true. All right, let's get into the topics for the week, and I'm going to surprise Josh yet again by making him go first.
1: (laughs) I was Uh ready for this time.
0: Ah, well, that's a good thing.
1: So my original idea was to segue from talking about Fluffy on your mic stand. Nope, I broke it. To to talking about Harry Potter, because it's my first topic, actually. Um, so my first topic is a tweet that J.K. Rowling put out to the universe that was an anagram.
0: For for those of you who don't know, and if you don't, you're weird. She's the one that wrote the Harry Potter books.
1: Yeah, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wrote the books. You know, not the screenplay, the books. For people she, who she don't was heavily their books. a reference for the. I was making a joke about though. people not knowing their books.
0: Oh, wait, their books.
1: That was the joke. Good job. Hey. Thank you. All
0: right, there we go. I actually have all the movies uh, on iTunes.
1: I have all the movies on iTunes as well. I do not have hardly any of the books. They were... We've got at, at least at one, one
0: copy point, of every single one. At one point, they for iTunes, they were on sale, and they screwed up the sale pricing. Mm-hmm. So you got it for like 99 it for like, cents? Like, no, I got them for like 15 bucks. I was going to be like, but all shit, that movies. was 99
1: cents. That is awesome, actually. Yeah, it that was really, really sweet. Awesome. <laughs> all right, continue. Okay, so anyway, so Jake, Rowling uh, put out there a tweet. Um, so let me see the actual tweet because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Cry foe, run amok, fa awari, oh, oh, my wand won't tolerate this nonsense. We'll
2: You'll see the actual... Tweet uh, <laughs> if you follow the links because maybe Josh wasn't I like
1: yeah, it. Uh, quite honestly, you, you look at that and you kind of know automatically, like, well, something's going on here. Something that is makes
2: fly. No
1: I mean, it it's sort of does. Yeah, but not like as Remember,
0: a. Remember, the one chooses the wizard. <laughs> it's true.
1: So, anyway, after she tweeted that,
0: make sparks fly.
1: People realized it's probably an anagram um, and they were trying to figure out what it meant.
0: We got to decipher the clues. The first thing
1: that came up, or the most popular theory, was Harry returns, won't say any details now, a week off, no comment. Which
2: that sounds fits. legit, but that
1: fits so well. But it, it would does. also be in pretty heavy. I don't know. It, it
2: would go against what she said before, which is that she's done with Harry specifically. Yeah,
1: but that was also before she even announced the movies that are coming out. Still for right, the... but that was oh, Newt, Newt Scamander.
2: Yeah, Newt um, that's, and that's inc- that looks magnificent cool. beasts or whatever yeah. it is. So uh,
1: Emporium, no,
2: no, no, that's that's the Wonder Emporium.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But that, that, So that was before she did any of that stuff, and like she made it sound like she was done with the Harry Potter universe. She's like, I'm done with Harry mm. Potter, and then it's like, oh, wait, my book didn't do too hot. That yeah. came
2: out after Harry Potter. J- T- 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 turns K- out Lolls. I can't. J.K. J.K. J- K- Lolling. <laughs> uh, J.K. Lolling.
0: Uh, so that was a popular theory. Why has theory. she
2: not made that into a pseudonym
1: somewhere? <laughs> I God. don't know. I'm sure it has. Uh, so not, she got a whole bunch of people tweeting at her guessing what it meant, and she, two days later, finally said what it was
2: that's no fun she gave well, it away no no no, she no, no, shouldn't no. someone it away. guessed and she oh. retweeted the guess okay
1: that that, that, that's goes, fair winner winner this person won blah 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 winner winner chicken dinner um so <sighs> that's not that the actual same. tweet was well the actual anagram was a uh, mm-hmm. newt scamander how do you say it again newt scamander scamander uh kind of like meant salamander to, or, yeah newt know. scamander only meant to stay in new york for a few hours dot dot dot
2: oh okay
1: that's the very
2: first line. I think I did see one of that. I, th- I saw that under the article or something very oh, similar okay. to it in the comments.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the actual tweet. And pretty much what she was trying to say is that uh, she is working right now on the movie script and it's almost done. Mm-hmm. And that...
0: That's the first line? That's the
1: first line. Ah. Uh,
2: um, well, I that's... see. So... It's not quite
0: as... Co- I know,
2: right? I mean... Everyone's
1: yeah. like, But to mm. be fair... The way she's writing the m- movie, it so just like in the Wonderful Beast or whatever that was called, Yeah, uh, Magnificent
0: Beast and Where to Find Them. Yeah,
1: yeah, that one. Um, how there's writing in the margins. I, yes. I actually love that style of writing. Yes. That's, I
2: think yeah, that's, that's really so cool. cool.
1: Imagine that, but in movie form. So it could be this is a story being told by present day cast members. Mm.
2: Do you remember? Have you seen Chuck? Yeah. how I imagine. I want it to be Jim Dale being the narrator again. That would be awesome. I love Jim that end, he also narrated the Harry Potter books on tape. He did. Awesome. So, true. Which is why I was thinking about it, but I want I want him to be the guy who reads the asides, which
0: would be...
1: But they're supposed to be written by people from the books. So
0: well,
2: like, sure. Well, if he like was the author, Hermione, basically. And oh, yeah. And... That's her.
1: So they could have Harry Potter then uh... in the actual mm. movie as doing mm. some parts of the either narration or, like, asides.
0: Do you think that's that her. the actors would want to come back and do their roles again? Or do you think that they want to try and distance themselves from it? Well, like, it's only you... a voice acting thing. Well, yeah, but Even let's say, if like... it
1: was visual, like even if it was on screen time, I think for enough money, any actor would do it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Some some actors really just don't want to be locked into that one role, so they will try as hard as they can not to do it. And all of them are going to be in a fine enough financial state to not well, have to take the roles.
2: I, th- I, th- I think I can say that Rupert Grint. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really care either he way. I was a Rupert. Dude, dude <laughs> sure. is chill as any. Chill,
1: but he also isn't seeming to be pursuing like I need to be the next big actor. He's he doesn't like, care. Yeah, he's I'm like, pretty, like
2: whatever. I'm he's pretty, pretty like, uh, laid I, back now. So, yeah, I, I, I imagine I if they said ice cream truck and yeah. a hovercraft, <laughs> I was, was going to <laughs> I, I think that an ice cream hovercraft has got to be the next way to go. Yeah, right. But yeah, I, I think if people asked him, "Hey, you want to do this?" He'd be like, "Yeah, sure, why not? Exactly. Whatever." I think I think
0: of all the people, Rupert would be most board. Emma would probably be there. Daniel might be the one that says no.
2: Um, I think so too. I can see Emma might say no based on other commitments because as we've seen she's heavy
1: into just about everything these days. She's been doing quite a lot. But Um, I think that's also why she would be willing to do it because it seems like she's had the least issue Mm. going onto a bigger career. That's right. I
0: I mean she is very much like her character. She's very smart.
1: Yeah. Smart and Mm. I think very driven. Yeah, exactly. I was
2: gonna say she's she's got that um that SPEW thing kind of going on,
0: except uh, with uh, it, well yeah equal rights for women. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's right, what... that's true.
1: But yeah, so I I think it does kind of suck that it's not. Uh, you know a Instagram about Harry Potter coming back hmm. but at the same time eh, maybe as we've discussed it might be better if they don't time to move yeah. on yeah yes
2: and speaking of time to move on <laughs> um, I didn't have to do it for once right no, I good. love
1: it so my other topic is actually staying within the realm of literature yeah, um,
2: literature
0: I literature. like my... books in words <laughs> one of my favorite authors ever is books without writing a new
1: book picture books
2: yeah that's okay. fair I'll just
1: sit over here waiting.
0: Yeah, yep. no problem. Go ahead. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, what we were talking about with picture books? Well, uh,
2: you know, I'm I'm a fan of pop up books in particular. Just dude, those are great because it's yeah, like you're
0: in the thing. And it's
2: kind of a surprise, except those ones at the libraries oh, that hey get Josh. the little kids get uh-huh. they get broken, and then it's like
1: it sort of just does the half pop. Yeah,
0: up. It's, you've got the little pull tab. And
1: yeah, and then it's just it's like just oh. Sad. Okay, yeah. I'm kind of sad because I actually want to talk about this for a second. <laughs> My problem with pop up books is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're made yes. to be appealing to kids, but kids screw them right, up. Right, right. The, yeah, they, ha- so- they don't have
2: fine motor control.
1: Exactly, so therefore pop-up books are really only can be enjoyed by, like, yeah. adults because they aren't going to... Can you imagine, like, a Death Star it, pop-up book? supposed books. to be... They make it. Star Wars has a pop-up book.
0: It's true. Oh, sick. It's supposed to be for, for- kids who are having them, you know, like, being read to by their parents
1: yes I guess so but then the kids can't touch it and so they get yeah, right. mad and that's just like right. I want to touch it. and then the that. parents are the bad guy because you can't touch the really expensive Alice in Wonderland pop-up book that has all the cards coming out it's awesome by the way Um, okay hey remember You're what I was talking nerd. about this? I don't know we didn't get into it what, <laughs> right. what do you want to talk about Neil Books, Stevenson. something have either of you read anything by Neil Stevenson? Uh,
0: no. probably but Snow Crash no
1: uh, nah. Kryptonomicon Baroque Cycle no okay no no nothing Makes me sad.
2: Eh.
1: Um, there's actually a couple books I you both would really like. You would like Anathem a lot. It's essentially Anathem not by, Anathem. By, by yes, you he Anathem. Means William. William, sorry. I was gonna okay. say pointing. Pointing across, does the not table. Work not on be um because Anathem's all about <sighs> imagine what like monks in Catholicism, like the the very like ritualistic nature of it, like solemn monks in monasteries okay, that so feel so far you've oh. started with religion which is something i'm not so into. well this is where i'm turning it on its head imagine that but that's how the maths are done like all the how academia is so imagine instead of being that kind of culture around religion that co- culture happens around colleges so it becomes like oh, this is I the see. religion of this world almost like the
0: the far yeah, back is.
1: yeah exactly and they have oh, like more all their stuff is based around Uh, math and geometry and all this other stuff so like (laughs) saint is actually savant so it's like savant jeffrey savant like you know stuff like that and it's abbreviated as saint (laughs) so uh, (sighs) st i mean sorry Uh, st so like it looks like it's saint yeah Uh, but anyway he writes really interesting books that are kind of like sci-fi but they have a lot of history in them or they have a lot of factual like mathematics and that kind of stuff he injects Truth into all his books, into his fiction, like <laughs> kind of like learning stuff. For example, the Broke Cycle had uh, Newton in it as a real character in the book, so like it's nice. following his life.
0: Sir Isaac Newton. Yes.
1: So it's it's he's a really good author. Sir Darth Vader. <laughs> Sir, Lord this is Vader. In. This is wet and this is wet and were these dried in a rainforest? I, I Jeff Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. How are you, his brother? <laughs> um, so. Uh, my point about this whole thing was bringing up the fact that he has a book coming out mid 2015 about the future. It sounds really cool. But really, since neither of you guys have really read him or anything like that, it's true. I could get into that. I need books. Yeah, like I suggested. I need books. But he's one of my authors that no matter if he comes out with a book, I'm buying it, I'm hmm. reading it. Yeah. Do you guys have that author?
0: I don't or really authors. have that author. I, I have well, books right that now. I will. Go back to, and I will always enjoy reading again and again. Um, books like Hitchhiker's Guide for me are is a book that I can just endlessly go over. Um, Ender's Game. Is I was gonna say for a
2: while Orson Scott Card was the author for you, right? Um,
0: Orson Scott Card, at least for the Ender's series and then the Shadow series. Yeah, both I, I those could, series were really good. Were really good, and it it pained me because I enjoyed the writing and I enjoyed the stories, but I don't enjoy him.
1: And I feel like his books really after the Enders saga stuff, like once he got into after Speaker of the Dead. Right. Like, Old, it, it Old
2: Ender a was lot more. less. It, it yeah. was a lot more Speaker of the Dead was still religious. good for me,
1: but then mm-hmm. after that it became like a space opera where I had like, here's a list of all the characters in the beginning of the book. I'm like, well, F this, I'm done. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it, it got
0: very, I, very I, complex. I, I picked
2: up Children of the Mind and read it and I went, oh. Uh, yeah, like uh, this is not what I. had to read it on, like yeah. three times to keep track of everything but, that was going on.
0: But the the Shadow series was a lot easier to kind of. Yeah, so you band. don't have
1: like that author that when they come I out. I don't. Look, not really. Have, uh, I guess I only have one though. Neil Stevenson really is. Well, Neil Gaiman and Neil Stevenson. Those are my two. Yeah. Um, there the, are people that I'm excited
0: bit. to see what they are writing and what they are doing. Um, the guy who did uh, the Golden Compass. Uh. Poulson, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wish I remembered his name now. I actually but, really like Golden Compass, but yeah, the know. golden
0: that the whole uh, his Dark Materials yes trilogy, um, Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, and the Amber Spyglass yes are three fantastic books, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoyed reading those a lot. And I don't think he's I haven't seen a lot of other stuff that no. he's done. good. No, really that was good. his
2: kind of big thing. I was I was kind of disappointed that they didn't get to the other. Movies, yeah, for that that trilogy, because the first movie wasn't that. Bad. It wasn't bad. It, it was pretty. It, it was, was pretty solid. I mean, I mean, honestly, it was. I, I liked how they did the characters,
1: though, which is why I liked it. I think. Yeah, just because... I
0: enjoyed the characters of it, but yeah. it just was not a. Oh no, it was... they could have done a lot more. If you hadn't had
1: read it. the books, I think it was a lot. It left you really wanting more. That when yeah. you watch the movie, you are yeah. like, uh, "This is kind of just, There's just."
0: There is so much in they those books. They
1: did the talking polar bear bit so well, though. They did. That, they, did. It's that, true. they did.
2: Damn. Anyway, Bjorg so do you have that author? Some... Um, yeah, Bjork Gorins. <laughs> <laughs> Bjork. Bjork. Sorry, sorry, I heard Bjork. Bjork. Yeah, yeah. Bjork uh, Bjork. Yeah, Bjorg. Not, Bjorg. not artists. Uh, no. Authors. Um, I would say Tamora Pierce for a while was my was my go to author for which books. Um she writes these was that like the a series Pendragon? of quadrilogies? No. I, I I wouldn't put Pendragon up there. He, he that was pretty decent, but it was sort of like it comes out every year. So, oh, I, yeah, so one I get to read this, but um For a she long writes, time it was Animorphs Oh,
1: well, K Apples were back in the day.
2: Yeah. RL yeah, Stein. Dude. Yeah. That was mine.
1: All, all <laughs> of these
2: two, these two initial last name K Apple well, RL Stein. It was really just at, after Rowling. like
0: the f- first or second book it was all ghost written. Yeah. yeah.
2: That, that was a shame. But who? K. A. Applegate who wrote uh, who oh, did okay. the animorphs. They were all like
1: okay. they th- were they were ghostwritten. I thought you were saying R. L. Stein. I'm like, how dare you, sir? He wrote all those books. <laughs> <laughs> there was no ghostwriters in there. <laughs> Pretty sure well, there it was were ghosts. just an algorithm there were ghosts.
2: An like... algorithm generated <laughs> yeah. It was like Math uh, libs but for like no, um, or books <laughs> But Tomorrow uh, Pierce is, I, I guess I'd call her a fantasy a Fantasy writer, not a science fiction. Science fiction and fantasy are separate. They are separate. And I One Star Wars, I, I, one
0: Star Trek. No. Yeah. Well, I guess you could consider Star Wars, Star Wars, is, Wars is, fantasy, is
1: fantasy. Star Trek is sci-fi.
2: I guess that's fair. Yeah, I'd go um, with that. But, but yeah, I've heard that Joseph earlier. Campbell's I, I just, Hero Story, that's all Star I just really Wars. dislike bookstores and libraries that have the shelves that say sci-fi slash fantasy. And because... it's all of them. And it's
1: all of them, yeah. yeah. They, they always put them together.
0: It says for the guy style. who used to work <laughs> at a bookstore. Well, I don't yes. blame him for yes, the organization
2: structure of his business. Oh, like, you, that's you not didn't his know fault. that's
1: what my job was? That, was? that was, yeah, I decided the whole... So no, I'm, um, lying. I did not. I, I'm
2: announcing that the podcast is moving to two people. <laughs> um, I like the Discworld series
1: as well. Discworld. I need
2: to I need to read the entire thing so that I can actually say every time he. I would. I would, say,
1: I would say Terry Pratchett is that yeah. author, but the problem is he writes so damn much that you—it's well, hard to. He be also that. collaborates with people. He collaborates, and he's written so much already that, like, mm-hmm. to catch up on his body yeah, of work basically is like screwed. impossible.
0: Yeah, you're. It's like YouTube. For every minute you watch, like three hours or maybe. That's what it feels yeah. like.
1: Like, even my wife, who is an avid reader and she loves Terry Pratchett, has not read all of Terry Pratchett. That's tough. <laughs> and she like goes through, like, accepted. a book, like, in no time flat. Yeah. She also reads other stuff, though, so that's why. Yeah.
0: She's also a lawyer. Well, yeah, now she has far less
1: time to read, but, well, read for her pleasure. Mm. But, yeah, so I was just curious if you guys had that author, because I feel like it, that's a hard thing to come by. Because I really, yeah, I have really two, is. but even those, I, I would say Neil Stevenson is more so, because even Neil Gammon for me, I don't think I've read his last book yet. Yeah. It's on it's my back burner. I have, well, to, I have to check him. You'll to have to give us size size a review
0: out. of the book once that happens.
1: Yeah. I'm re-listening to Anathem right now, actually, the okay. Neil Stevenson book that I said you would really like.
0: Uh, is the person that is narrating it, is it anyone that we would know, or is it just a. I don't person? remember who it was. <laughs> is I, it Weird Al? I actually yeah, started right? an
1: Audible subscription just for this Neil Stevenson. I was audible. like.
0: I know that Will Wheaton did the narration for uh, Ready Player 1 which is a really great that's book. on
1: my list as well actually it's so i good. own the book. the book i have not read it yet <laughs> i've read the book it's fantastic that's what i've heard so it's i'm really, excited really good. i might oh, do good. that oh i my think i was though. gonna borrow be good.
2: it from you
0: yeah i've got it somewhere yeah okay well uh going into the topics that i wanted to uh bring to the table this week literally um, there's,
2: we're sitting at a table we
0: are sitting at a table the first one is actually going to be a topic that i'm going to really talk about but i'm going to rely a lot on josh um, oh boy! Yeah, oh and, boy. and that oh boy, uh, and that is the fact that the Flash premiered ah, the show. The yes. Flash premiered on Tuesday. <laughs> Adobe the Flash. <laughs> yeah, Adobe the Flash um, premiered on CW uh, Tuesday night, and surprisingly, for a lot of people, it was the highest rated and highest watched uh, premiere of a new show on the CW in the past five years, since 2009. Um, the last one that held the record was The Vampire Diaries. Um, yeah. No, it's which,
2: a, I, I just make that noise because I know people who watch it. My girlfriend. Right. So <laughs> it, it's a
0: popular show. It yeah. is still very, very popular. And the last kind of DC hero-themed show that they did like this is Arrow, which yes. came out two years ago.
1: Has it really been that
0: long? It's been two years. It
1: has two seasons already. They're on to their third season right now.
0: And I know, Josh, you're a fan of Arrow.
1: I was surprised. So I originally, when I first saw Arrow was going to be coming out, I thought, uh, CW, they did okay with Smallville, but it kind of felt more soap opery, like kids. Yeah. It, it was... felt like the OC was superheroes. Right. Um, so I was not looking forward to Arrow when it first got announced, because I he's not a teenager kid. He's supposed to be yeah oliver north mm. is
0: but or ollie no it's north no it's no. oliver queen. queen queen yeah ollie north do you get north no it's somebody uh, it's a nolan north th- that's the only thing i can think of yeah never mind Somewhere, do you
2: but... remember when the wc used to be or the the cw used to be the wb yes yes like yeah that's that's age and then there was upn
0: <laughs> and that's when it merged and... UPN. Right. VH. anyway so, um, it premiered on Tuesday, and it pulled in about 4.5 million viewers for its premiere, which is pretty impressive. Not an in insignificant
2: percentage of the total population of the
0: United States. It's true. Um, and it had more viewers than ABC and Fox shows that were airing at the same time. Which, which is really is, impressive. Yeah, for them, that's a really, really good thing. CW <laughs> normally does not do quite that well. Um, it did not beat the other one of the other shows. Uh, there were a couple... On other channels, obviously, and they were not the top show of the night. The top show of the night was NCIS. Yay. Which, yeah, well, <laughs> which is not CIS surprising. Is one of
1: those mega series that. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny because I don't know a lot of people who watch it, but everybody seems it to watch it. Seems to be the highest grossing, like it's always mm. like the I highest rated show out there.
0: I enjoy NCIS. Are, are they still but we making new it. episodes? Yes.
1: Yeah. Wow. They're still going. That there's got to be like. Seven or eight seasons,
2: at least. No, more than that. Well, that's what I mean, at least.
1: What makes it even better is the fact that it was a spinoff of JAG. Yeah, yeah, and right. Jag went like, forever as well, and then yeah. NCIS, and now NCIS has like four different like series now. Yeah, here. there's right.
0: NCIS Los Angeles, and they're making another one. Yeah, there's
1: a new one coming out, so there's going to be three total.
0: Which is boggling I think my mind.
1: There was a fourth too.
2: I don't remember. I don't know. About. in In fifteen years, it'll there will be something else. It'll it's be Jag be, again. Well,
1: it's going to be just like how um what do you call it? Is uh CSI? How it's like CSI Miami, this city, this CSI, city, this city, yeah. this city.
0: So it it, it did very well, which Mm. was really cool to see because I I know we were kind of excited for it. We were like, okay, this could be a good thing. thing. Um, I I enjoy Barry Allen as a character. Um,
1: And they kind of took a new take on Barry Allen. Not too new, but they they kind of Peter Parkered him up a little bit. It felt like he (laughs) was a little bit more of the wisecracking type of Right. feel to him, which yeah. isn't bad. I mean, but the original take on Barry Allen so old that it's kind of hard to keep him traditionally the straight-laced he, guy. He kind of say.
0: gets
2: changed up a well, little would, bit every I so Well, I think
0: often, the yeah. Barry Allen that we have now is kind of an amalgamation of the various iterations of The Flash. Yeah, it's not a just Barry
1: bit. Allen. I mean, it's all the different versions that have been out there, which is fine. Wally West and Barry Allen right. and Barks exactly. and all those guys.
0: I think that th- that this version so is definitely... Get, like, Wally and Barry Allen kind of smushed together because Wally, as a version of the Flash, was mm-hmm. a lot more of a smart mouth, yeah. in my opinion at least. But yeah, I, I think that it's going to be a really fun de- show to watch develop. Um, I know that you were saying that you hadn't actually watched it yet. No, yeah,
1: I watched the previews of it. That's where I'm getting most of my information from, and I've watched a little bit of clips here and there. But the reason I haven't watched it is because I want to catch up on Arrow, and if I don't catch up on Arrow. This is Something else that's cool is the fact that it's sharing the same universe as Arrow. Mm-hmm. So they take place in the same right you know, continuity. continuity. So that way, it, it's kind of like DC's doing what Marvel's doing, but on TV when it comes to these two shows. Speaking
0: right. of which, they have said that Deadpool is going to fit into the existing Marvel Universe for X-Men. Yes, the they existing X-Men.
1: That. And they also announced that first class, the next movie that comes out for uh, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. That's going to be a trilogy per se, of okay. the first-class characters.
2: I need, I need to watch Days of Future Past still. Yeah, it's not I bad. need to see that. Peter I mean, Dinklage... it, 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 it hasn't been a, a lack of desire that mm-hmm. has stopped me from seeing it. It's just...
0: A like, lack of time?
2: Time and convenience, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been really... When
2: tough.
1: you watch it do one thing, Peter Dinklage's character, notice that they don't ever play off his shortness. His That's dwarfism. what I got the
2: feeling. Like, I, I, would, I saw the commercials, and it never... Got brought it's, in. It, it was interesting.
1: It's then. really I liked cool that. because it's almost like, hey, for the first time, I'm watching a movie that has someone with dwarfism like who is uh, just some guy yeah, who's a just, great
0: actor yeah who's true. just
1: playing a character and they don't have to be like and hey, he's the short guy like, yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah.
0: no he's just being Peter Dinklage being awesome yeah being yeah. awesome and doing and a good job of it he's an absolutely fantastic actor so I'm really happy to see that they're doing that for him mm-hmm. and they're recognizing you know what we don't need to address this thing people know they've seen him yeah let's just let that it be. doesn't have to be
1: a main factor in his character yeah, Right. exactly
0: um, we're not gonna bash you over the head with it
1: other superheroes thing real fast, mm. watch Gotham. Yeah. It's not bad. I have hopes for it, but I'm still worried that they're introducing way too many characters, like supervillains, way too early.
0: Mm. The The tweet that I saw that was kind of amusing about it is, Gotham, the supervillains before they were cool.
1: Yeah, well... I could see that, but they are cool, and the problem is they can't be too cool because they become too cool too early before Bruce is of age <laughs> to right. become Batman. It's like, wait, so they're all way before Batman? <laughs> it's yeah. the Riddler.
2: It's the Riddler? It's the Riddler.
1: Yeah. The Riddler. Riddler's definitely in there a lot. Um, which actually, hey, I, I, like I like his I like character. telling
0: riddles.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, yes, it is kind of cheesy. Don't
2: wrap us up in one of your pun- your, your riddles, dude.
1: My only complaint was uh, <laughs> Ivy. was actually the worst one. Oh, I yeah. think. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy as a little girl. Like, why is she even in there? She did not need Her character is non-existent. Like, she could not have been in that episode at all, and it would have been fine. But all anyway, right. that's, well, that's, that's
0: that. So, there are developments for the superhero genre of shows Mm -hmm. and we'll keep an eye on that for the near future the other thing that i have a lot more to say about so i'll be talking a lot more for this topic is that the uh soundtrack for banjo kazooie was released in its entirety on bandcamp which is awesome
1: And when it comes to games soundtracks, it's a lot more in-depth than a movie soundtrack. Yes.
0: Mm. So what we're talking about here is one of the main composers, a gentleman named uh, Grant Kirkhope, is the gentleman who has published this. Um, He worked on a lot of other classic rare games, and he's been working now on some more modern games. But other soundtracks that you might know are uh, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, Donkey Kong 64, uh, Viva Piñata. Nice. He worked I love on... the game. Yeah. So there's a lot of really cool uh, pieces of music that he's worked on. And what he's done is he's taken all 164 tracks that are available in Banjo-Kazooie and put them up on Bandcamp. And what's cool about Bandcamp yeah. is that you can go through and go to the website on a mobile device, on a computer, what have you, and you can stream the entire thing for free. You don't That's have awesome. to pay for it. You can just stream it right through the website and not pay a dime. But let's say... A nickel,
2: though. Well,
0: yeah. Um, what you could do, though, if you want to have access to it offline, is you can name your price for the Oh Oh, it's
2: like one of the uh, Humble Bundle kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Essentially,
1: you, it's almost like, I would kind of almost say, hey, if you want the right to download it, you can pay if you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, which is really, really cool, and that's a lot of music that he's putting out there. And you can say, hey, you know what? You can definitely earn money from this. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see that. When I heard about it, I was like, oh my God, Bandro Kazooie, my childhood. <laughs> and it was very, very awesome. Um, but what I wanted to ask about, and I actually tweeted about this earlier, was what games to you guys have had iconic music that you could go back and just listen to? like If you just had that music, not necessarily the game itself. What would you go and listen to? And some responses that I got mm-hmm. um, were people were saying uh, GTA or Rockstar games in general, so GTA, mm-hmm. Red Dead, uh, Bully, that kind of stuff. Uh, Skyrim was another one that was very popular. Uh, Gears of War, Halo, uh, the Bioshock oh, series. Oh yeah,
2: Halo for Halo sure. Halo has a very epic sound. Well, it, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a huge yeah, and the, grandiose. And then there's the Mjolnir mix of uh, which, which takes the uh, that that starting. Thing, yeah, and just makes it like this guitar testosterone fueled thing. It's awesome.
0: So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, and then the other one that they mentioned that he this uh, my friend Drew mentioned was Braid, which I have not Braid played. But it I've yeah. heard its soundtrack is epic. It's
2: very it's, interesting. It is well, very... especially since it gets remixed as you're changing time. Exactly. Yeah. it has a little bit of that, like. Um, then mm-hmm. it kind of goes back through. Right. Things. Exactly. And then
0: the other one that was mentioned was the music for the Stanley Parable. Oh, yeah. No, I okay. agree with that one. Yeah. That was uh, a pretty iconic music. For me, um, some games that had truly iconic music recently, um, Shovel Knight has had yeah. the soundtrack for Shovel Knight was just awesome. Mm-hmm. I could listen to that over and over again. Um, and it's actually up on Bandcamp as well. So I highly recommend taking a look at that. Um, the other ones for me, I, I go back to classic N64 games. Um, yeah, I can Ocarina see of Time had awesome music. Zelda
1: in general has really good music. Yeah. They usually do I quite mean, well. They do well, a really it, decent job. And it
0: focuses a lot on music. Mm-hmm. You see that in a lot of their games. You know, Obviously with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, music is used to control time or to control location or a mm-hmm. whole or lot of other everything, stuff. Everything, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Wind Waker, you are conducting the wind get around so there's a whole lot of integration with music in zelda games in general um but what about for you guys what are some games that have really been iconic for you
1: um tetris
2: yeah Um, Uh, that's got to be the most iconic soundtrack i mean for me it's just
1: because i play that so with a movie it's one thing because you watch a movie and you hear the soundtrack but with a game Mm. especially longer games you're in that game for so long you're playing that game so often that it kind of Becomes a part well, the, of that the memory. the Tetris effect as well. Well, that's also yeah. true, the Tetris effect.
0: <laughs> well, what's interesting about the theme for Tetris and the music for Tetris is the guy who composed that didn't ever get royalties for it. Yeah, it was, that was a big controversy about it. It was owned yeah. by the Russian state. Oh, I remember that cuz I remember you, yeah. Cuz it's actually a Russian folk song. Uh-huh. And
1: there's a whole documentary about uh the making of Tetris and it's really interesting actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget the name of it right now, but if you just type Stack. in Tetris documentary, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'll oh, find it.
0: Yeah. Um so Tetris is one for you, which yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. So, and well,
1: Mario is the other one that would be the
2: biggest. Um, yeah. Uh, be- speaking of Tetris and Mario, look up on YouTube the People's Mario. Oh, it's it's basically like a a, a, a Russian um, communist take on Mario. Oh, nice! And it's it's a fantastically done little animation. Just it's fun to watch.
0: Other um, bit of trivia for the original Mario game: mm-hmm. um, because of the limitations of the Nintendo system and it being only an eight-bit system, the music mm. had to actually have a bit of the uh, one of the musical lines dropped out whenever a sound effect was played. So as you're going through, if you jump and hit a block and a coin comes out, you'll actually hear part of the music drop out for that coin sound to happen or that jumping noise to happen. That's
1: actually a really clever way of getting around the limitations of the system. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: they were just like, okay, whenever this happens, just drop this out. And I I, I thought that was really cool. And I I would want to go back and I want to actually research it a little bit in terms of the tones that were used for the coin hits, for the jumping, how they fit in terms of the key with the actual That's fair. It, me-
2: memory on old games is just, is actually just really fascinating. Like the the missing no glitch in Red and Blue and yep. Yellow occurred basically because they'd had some dev code in there and when they removed it um there was just space there. Uh, um yeah. so that I, I don't know I I like that. Idea. Watching
0: glitches happen is really interesting. So Yeah,
2: yeah, the there are some weird like basically wrong warp is in pokemon that are super weird
0: there's yeah in all of them
2: so what are some of yours um let's see well rob's been streaming borderlands recently this week and actually that's got a pretty awesome music the battle music is... yeah. or wait yeah was it the borderlands <laughs> battle music that was
0: yeah borderlands has good battle music um and i will usually be screaming oh shit oh shit oh shit this is true
2: happening. so that um yoshi story has yeah. just like this adorable soundtrack because it's yeah like sung by yoshis <laughs> um i really i, I think i like the pikmin soundtrack because it had it had, oh, it had nice. good ambient it was a nice ambient sounding game um pretty I, I don't know if I really want to call it an, an iconic soundtrack because it's just an amalgamation of songs, but the Tony Hawk series usually had...
1: I feel like they're a product of their time. When you play Tony Hawk yeah. you feel like you're back exactly in your childhood. And, that, childhood that, and that's Tony what I mean. Period. Like
2: I could play the soundtrack over and over and be like this is nostalgia sort of Exactly. At its, best. It, its It's a good um, mix. It's a good mixtape. Well mm-hmm. and,
0: and that's definitely something that happens with music. You associate a whole lot of memories with music and with smell. Those are the two really yeah. big ones obviously. Yeah. And the,
1: for that kind of stuff like for example with uh, Skyrim. I mean Skyrim is a great yeah. game but yeah. honestly that music its like, like hear like the the almost gregorian chant like yeah. sounds like oh whoa skyrim like i and just then, automatically get taken back um fallout 3 yeah has and then i i just remembered
2: lemmings um, <laughs> like i was just thinking about it I was going, wait a minute
0: <laughs> exactly yes, yes. it's just like
2: that for because that for us we when we were first playing on our little compact that was like one of the only games we had yeah, um, we played the crap
1: out of things. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft does the same thing for me, mm. just because I played the game so much. Where it's like, hey, you can't help but. To... As soon as you hear a song from it, it's like ingrained in your mind. You're like, oh, that's what I want
2: Blizzard Warcraft. does actually do soundtracks yeah. very well. Diablo 3s yeah. and 2. Diablo 2 has a very, very rich, when you get the H, they like, do the a high great quality job version with of it. Their cutscenes with their
0: music, with their voice acting. Blizzard has it down. I was
1: going to say, their production quality. Exactly. Their yeah. Production quality in general is just great. So mm-hmm.
0: if you guys out there listening to this can think of a game or a soundtrack that you really like, please feel free to let us know, tweet at us. Let us know on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and that will be where we end this topic, and we'll let William actually talk about stuff now. Yeah, which is
2: not really connected with literature. or
0: literature. So, but it is science. Yeah. For something completely hey, it's different. It's a little
2: science. Little little bit, little
0: science. <laughs> it's a little bit of science, a little bit of rock and roll.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's maybe. Science.
0: It's mostly
2: science. Mostly science. All
0: right, go ahead.
2: Um, so I guess this would have been just after last week's episode well actually before i start it is we are currently in the middle of space week apparently which is something i did not know wait
0: we're in space it's a podcast week
2: (laughs) yeah which is from the fourth to the 10th of this month so there's still some time to appreciate space (laughs) you've
0: got time to appreciate space have you looked at space recently (sighs) space actually there was a eclipse this morning
2: yeah. Yes, it's true. A lunar eclipse? Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I saw a really cool picture that someone took of a of a jet flying That's, across it. Yeah, that was That's very cool. cool. The That's contrail cool. is special. That's perfect um, timing. Yeah. Anyway, so what but, you're talking um, about though? Not space, afraid. Um,
0: but it is something that flies.
2: It is true. So near the, I guess just after last week's episode, I I read an article about a guy in New Jersey because New all Jersey. things have to happen <laughs> in New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Uh, don't don't kill me, Anne. She's from Jersey. <laughs>
0: does she um, actually listen to this and would kill you because of it?
2: Or does Maybe. She know? Ma- does she maybe know on both. Jersey. <laughs> right. She
0: yeah. just knows
1: Jersey.
2: She just knows Jersey. All right, let's go. Uh, a, a guy shot down a quadcopter drone. Like just like took a gun, shot it out of the air. That's a good uh, shot. Uh,
1: not just that. It was on his property.
2: This is true. This is true. This is
0: fair. He did not just go out looking for a drone. Was it flying or had it landed?
2: It was flying. So he actually like skeeted. Shooted, shotted, <laughs> shot. Yeah. I, 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 it was he weird. took it down. The implication was that he was using a, a shotgun as if he were um, using buckshot or something. Yeah. Because the, the the article talked about an ad for silenced shotguns and I was a little confused about it. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, the connection was weird. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, he, he shot this drone out of the air and he was arrested for like owning a weapon and using it for
0: destruction of property.
2: destruction of property but there's some controversy because it the courts are basically having to decide whether a drone flying onto your property constitutes or trespassing just yeah. above your property so i guess within your Air airspace yeah. which is really weird to which think there about. is actually the thing it's what's true your airspace like it,
1: you have a certain amount of Cleaners mm-hmm. above your facility. Yeah, no, it's yours. true.
2: Um, you know whether <laughs> no. or not this constituted uh, unlawful trespassing, because and there and it's 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 interesting because you know pets if they got onto someone else's property, it's not something that you're allowed to defend against because it's a pet. I mean, if if the
1: pet attacks you, if yes. If you're being attacked, if you're if you're in danger. If yeah. your life is in danger, you are allowed to attack. Right. Which yeah. is where the argument comes into because a drone could have weapons on it. I was it. gonna say, yeah, does a does a drone constitute a Viable danger. Could you say your life? You felt like your life was in danger, right? When but, the drone. Was but here's probably. the other other mm. thing that
0: drones do, and this is way more common than being an armed drone is one They'll that have cameras, has yeah. surveillance It so, has a camera so built. You have it's the right round to...
1: with blades detached from everywhere. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shanking droids are everywhere, man. <laughs> well, actually, they all Battle do. Bots. They do
0: all have blades. That's,
1: ah, that's true. true. That true. that if you were worried. We like I could
2: totally see an overprotective parent with a kid in the yard seeing oh, yeah, one totally. of these things and be like, "I don't want that anything near the, my so kid." So I'm gonna
0: get a gun and put it near my kid instead.
2: Okay, <laughs> you don't <laughs> hand the gun
1: to the kid to say shoot it, but
2: you might. Well, you could like drop kick little, the drum. That little five year old girl oh, yeah. with the Uzi, or mm, whatever. Okay, we're, we're not, moving we're on. Moving anyway. on, yeah. I don't
1: want to get it. that
0: kind of words. Yeah,
2: okay, so I yeah, I guess how do you how do you guys feel about this? Because you know I have my own thoughts, but yeah, um,
0: I, I do think. It is a very tough line to toe because it is technically somebody else's property. It is an invasion of your privacy, potentially, and there are implications of personal safety that could be violated here. Mm-hmm. So it's a yes and no type situation, I think, and there's not going to be a good – definite definite line Mm -hmm. that's going to be saying yep you can do this or no as always
1: nuance is what approach should be taken but unfortunately with most laws there is no nuance. efficiency and gray zones are not generally (laughs) friends
2: correct
0: (laughs) Um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it is an invasion personally
1: yeah i mean if someone is flying a drone on your property I would think nefarious reasons. Okay. Th- yeah. No. That,
2: that's a that's a fair well, response.
0: Now, here's the other thing that I personally would do hmm. if I can see the guy who is actually flying the damn thing. I will tell you, get that thing out of my house yeah, or off my property (laughs) or out of my airspace. Well, conceivably-
1: Get out of my kitchen. You could (laughs) imagine that if someone is flying a drone, it's because they don't want to get close. Therefore, they're they're not within eyesight. Yeah. Uh,
2: No, that's also fair depending on the range.
0: Depending on the drone, depending on the range. Mm -hmm. If I can see the guy, I'm going to tell him to GTFO. All right. If I can't- Yeah. Shit's going down. Right. But I don't have a gun.
1: The other so. part of this would also be the fact of the privacy. Because yep. most more likely a drone has a camera on it than a gun. Right, because um, you need to pilot it. If you are using it at long range, exactly. you need a way to see where keep the track, you track are. of it. Yeah. Um, so the privacy concerns in general are a big thing, I think. For it's this. huge. And I... It's not like you're killing someone when you shoot a drone or you, damn, I don't want to say suit so, because I think that's a little bit extreme, but let's say mm-hmm. you take a bat to a drone.
0: I'm going to take a bat to a $300 drone because it's say, on Someone me. is exactly.
2: probably more that likely seems... to do that than a gun. That yeah. seems very that... reasonable to me. If I a drone is in yeah, my I, window. Yeah, I, I will go bat, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I will grab my tennis
0: like racket and just.
1: So I think that's a reasonable response, All right. and that's kind of the price you pay for flying your expensive toy in my yard. <laughs> yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I do personally. I would love like a high tech solution where
2: houses have sort of a like a a, a Wi Fi dome kind of thing. A, a dampening. Yeah, damping? well. The idea that the the drone, if it goes into a field that it's not you know not allowed to... Someone like basically turns a switch that says, drone's not allowed in my airspace, and the drone flies in, it says, oh, not allowed here,
1: flies out. You could blind a drone pretty easily with lasers. That's
2: also true. You could do, use lasers. scramblers,
1: but then you... No, I'm saying lasers going into the camera mm, there. Although well, you
2: need precision aiming lasers. The, uh, is that uh, illegal? What's his
1: name? Um... I can't remember his name. He's he's with uh, Bill Gates. They're trying to fight malaria, and they're trying to have these lasers that shoot down mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. I've pew, seen pew, that. Pew, that, pew, that looks pew. so cool. So pew, they developed that. A much yeah. more first world problem could be shooting down drones.
0: <laughs> Let's implement this to actually save people's oh, lives. Let's go with that. First. And
1: then after that, I'm just saying, well,
0: we can we'll utilize it to take down drones.
2: S- stop... Drones yeah, from spy sure, why not? High-tech solutions all
0: around. <laughs> all right. So, I, I, again, I don't think that there's going to be a definitive answer. Um, absolutely not. we are not paid enough to actually think about it. And even if... I what... would love to be paid enough to think about it. Right. So something
1: else to keep in mind, the article implies that this guy who shot down this drone could essentially make the precedent set now for yeah, no, what this the laws is, are going to be. This is case um, zero. It's a kind of a little bit misnomer because this is going to be on a local level, not mm-hmm. on a federal, federal. level. Right. So Now,
0: it could get appealed up to the federal it level. It could, but I doubt it's w-
1: gonna even if New way. Jersey decides, hey, this is what the rule is now, or the law is now, it it's, doesn't it could still get changed for any of us.
2: And what's interesting, this doesn't cover military hardware. This is a civilian yeah, piloted this is, drone and yeah. not something that the government has their hands in so i automatically assume the government side of it's going to be they can do whatever they want yeah pretty much i'd like to think that if a government drone got shot down like they'd they'd say don't shoot our stuff down but like they wouldn't say anything because
1: at the same time they'd be admitting that they had a drone in
2: (laughs) (laughs) In a civilian's yard
0: so it's yeah if we
1: had a drone in your yard and you shot it down that's bad just so you know just so you know (laughs) not saying that's what happened but if it did
0: but it's what happened
2: exactly all right so what else you got all right moving on so this is this is this is old science i guess um basically the a nobel prize was just given out to the inventors of the blue led which sounds really benign and and you're going gosh it's a it's a light you know how how hard is it to make a blue led apparently very turns out it was pretty difficult so red and green uh, uh leds work basically by pumping electricity through a semiconductor material yes and the color of the led depends on the material Mm -hmm. red and green were pretty easy apparently and they you know were Produced for a while, they couldn't solve blue, which was an issue because you need red, blue, and green to get the color mixes. That's what how color. How if you TVs, look at most instance.
1: TVs, especially back in the day, like yeah. some TVs have more, but most TVs have those three colors. Right, And exactly. that's how they make all the rest of the colors. And actually, mm-hmm.
0: if you go back far enough, you can look at old TVs and, and you, you can change them. the hues mm-hmm. of yeah. those specific colors.
1: <laughs> we had
2: one forever, and I don't know what happened to that. Um... It died. Did it die?
0: Probably.
1: I, as far as I could tell, it was it lived on forever. If it's like most people, what happened was you got a flat panel, and then once you got a flat panel, you have a giant, heavy TV that you have to get rid of, and you just leave it on the side of your lawn look the a trash man comes. I, I,
2: I mean, I played on CRTs through sophomore year of college, so I
1: I was like one of the last holds holdouts. So we still have one. When yeah. When I worked true. at Best Buy, we are not Best Buy. Sorry, sorry Circus City. Uh, they actually had a widescreen
0: uh crt well yeah, no that's CRT the thing was... is they
2: existed my friend brian he had i had one like a 35
1: or 40 inch crt i remember it's that. just funny to see a widescreen version because you never see that it's always like yeah. in the box it's like nope this is like looks like an le or led yeah. <laughs> lcd tv but yeah. it's it's a
0: uh... it's gigantic yeah, that thing was it was
1: so heavy hair yeah. I, I
0: don't
2: even know how they got it in <laughs> regardless the no so, they
0: hired people yeah, yeah I, no, I'm sure they definitely. did. But even
2: when you hire people, I don't know how you get. All right, so a forklift. Why so is they... blue so hard? All right, well, blue is. I mean, blue's just hard because the techniques for growing the crystal mm-hmm. that you need for the semiconductor material, they they couldn't figure out how to do it. So three professors over in Japan kept on working at it, even though basically everybody else had given up, and they they managed to use a technique. Um, of basically making a scaffold for the crystal to grow on. That was they used something called gallium nitride, which is just a. It's a
0: a material. It makes
2: gallium and. N- nitride. nitride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine that. Well, nitride would be nickel? Nitrous.
0: Not nitrous.
2: Ni-
0: ni- it's nitrous. Oil. Nitrogen. Nitrogen.
2: <laughs> it 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 depends on how many. Atoms. Mm, I'm trying to remember my my chemistry. I don't remember. I can't of remember if it refers to the I number much of cheated
0: my way through chemistry.
2: Gosh, I'm sure mom and dad would be so happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
0: I. I did not do well. No, in that, chemistry. that's fair. Well, <laughs> not We got
2: to redox well. equations in chemistry and I kind of went, this is wish. I,
0: here's the thing, if I had actually cheated my way through chemistry, I would have done better in chemistry. <laughs> this is fair. Worst this, cheater see, ever. See,
2: that, that that's a good that's a good thing to be able to say. Yeah. Um anyway, so they they make the the scaffolds were also also partially composed of sapphire, which is just, you know, it's sapphire. The sapphire's blue. It's blue. Yeah. So and then eventually, after they created the technique, they made it better by you can. It turns out you can just heat the material to get the crystals to grow better. You need a certain size of crystals. It was the problem. Ah, okay. Um, so you they could get them, but then they couldn't get them big enough, and that was yeah, yeah. So isn't they, that
0: always the problem? Oh
2: God! I, I suppose, but at, anyway, <laughs> you know. So once once they had the blue LED, you can create white light. Um, which was
1: a big deal. Like, they, that was another thing that they couldn't right. do. They couldn't do white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we and, can do colors, but we can't do and white.
2: And LEDs are so much more energy efficient than regular light bulbs because they don't, uh, they don't have as much waste heat, which is the yes. big issue. And so that was, I don't know, it turns out like this little seemingly benign invention was one of those really, really important advancements in science.
0: And I, I, so they have finally recognized it. Yeah.
2: Basically it's How long
0: ago did this happen? I want to say ninety
2: four? It it was yeah, it was in the mid nineties. So it's been a while. But that's
0: it took twenty years to recognize these people.
2: That's not unusual for the Nobel Prize. Uh, But you'll see
0: people who are getting like the Nobel Prize in economics or Nobel Prize in other fields who are
2: I think it just depends on it. the
0: field. Barack because... Obama got it before he did anything.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, that's... We're not getting into
0: yeah, that. Yeah, like, we're
1: well, definitely not getting into that. that yeah. um,
0: but... I voted for him twice. I like the guy. I think he's doing well. <laughs>
1: um, I, I think it's interesting, though, because the fact that it brought about the white LED, which means that now we have light bulbs that are using yeah. LEDs, which means we have more I was say all of the And all of these flashlights that you have that are just... Blind right. people;
2: those are all the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, it really is a big step forward. Where were you on the night of the third?
2: Right, and well, and, and well, a, as we were saying, <laughs> TVs—you could suddenly make smaller, like thinner displays because you were no longer fettered by, yeah, fettered. Uh, good word. I, yeah, yeah, I was letting it. Go. Um, uh, by, good wordage? By, yeah, Joking. yeah, wordage. Good wordage. Yeah, wordage. It's, he it's, used it's, the great word. It's, it's the like, plebeian
0: version of verbiage. I know. That was the joke. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing down the podcast. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I, but I, yes, like that. that is really cool. Yeah.
0: Blue LED, awesome thing. Mm. Congratulations, guys, on getting recognized for being yeah. awesome. It
1: only took 20 years. Yeah. Congrats. Hey.
0: What do you think will be the next? thing like that that's going to get recognized
1: just the, the next little invention that the little invention yeah. that could yeah um i imagine it has to be something in the form of how well we can absorb light and that kind of stuff as far as uh i would agree. solar power like something that really s- breaks down that whole barrier between well, uh, that we, we, we talk
0: about the desalination of water
2: that would well that as, as it turns out thing. i've been i've been passing up a few things that I, I could have been talking about i've seen some articles about it that are vastly improving the efficiency which are very cool of stuff. desalination yeah, of of extracting energy of basically converting oh, okay. solar into well i mean desalination is just you need the energy to do it and the issues are the efficiency of converting the solar energy into the heat or yeah i I believe the energy required for the desalinization Mm. so and they're doing better on that that's
0: awesome well that's the one thing that i think will really advance the world is when we can do that because then you can get water to everyone yeah and that's going to be really important Voudabar, so it would be Voudabar. Well, that's where we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Um, one thing that these guys wanted me to say and kind of change things up is not necessarily just GG, which you know GG, G-G. 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 but um, we're done here
1: and we're done here. here we are.
2: I didn't I know Cave if we Johnson. were supposed to
1: all say it, but like. <laughs> Cave
2: Johnson, Cave <laughs> Johnson. We're done. We'll get the actual sound. I say clip we going. don't have us do it. I say we actually have Cave Johnson. Yeah. But get the, get that soundboard going gg gg again why not gg's <laughs> gg's <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba>.
0: <laughs>